0: Hey guys, you know, when you think about how Lynn Cara, Lewis Lovehog, feels about Frank Miller, you know, obviously, you know, Lewis being a comic book fan and, you know, entrepreneur himself, basically a reviewer that, you know, loves reading comics and giving his opinions on them, you can tell that he pretty much can see that somewhere, I mean, I think even he said it himself, that somewhere between Dark Knight Returns and Sin City, is where Frank Miller went cuckoo, like he lost touch with reality. But why is that? Why did Frank Miller lose touch with reality? Why did he distance himself by the the fans? Why did he do things that were controversial, even in the eyes of fans and his fellow peers? I think it's the same thing when it applies, I think the same thing applies, if you will, I should say, to the likes of an Ian Flynn and a Ken Penders and others like them, like a Jonathan Gray and you know, whoever else. You know, it's mainly the fact that the reason they do these things is because maybe the publisher that they work for or are licensed to work for, freelance to, are not letting them do what they feel they need to do to help the stories progress. That they're not allowing them to express themselves else through certain characters when it comes to sometimes controversial topics. Like with Frank Miller... There's no doubt he wanted to express his feelings about controversial topics and issues in the world when it came to a lot of things through the DC and Marvel characters, but those companies wouldn't let him because that's not what the characters are about. You know? You know, that's not what the characters are about. And that pretty much is what kind of caused him to go off and work for companies independent wise like legendary comics and all that because they were a little bit more free they gave him a little bit more if not a lot more freedom to do exactly what he wanted even if he had to kind of modify the DC characters into OC characters the same thing with the likes of Ken Penders and Ian Flynn you know they you know obviously Ian Flynn became famous because he did the other M webcomic and that was basically showing how He felt the comic could go if it was aimed at an older audience. And obviously he tried to apply that to the main comic when he came on board. But that got snuffed out in a hurry. And there were some decisions that he wanted to go with that were ixnayed by Sega and Archie. And pretty much I think the other thing that led to him kind of, you know, trying to do his own thing and distance himself from the fandom as well is the fact that fans like myself... We pretty much guessed what he was going to have planned for the next issue before it happened, and that's that's something you want to have. That's not something you want to have occur, you know. Especially if you're working for a major comic, you don't want to make yourself too predictable. You know, as far as Ken Penders go, Ken of course had a lot of things he wanted to do. Like he wanted to kill off Sally, Sega didn't, Sega and Archie didn't let that happen. You know, he wanted to do some other things as well. And they cut him off. And you know, one of the things he really wanted to do was do the Laura Sue Chronicles within the Knuckles, uh, within the Sonic universe. But they said, no, you're not going to do that because this is a Sonic book. This is a Knuckles spin-off book. It's not a Mobius Years Later book and all that. And the other thing as well, speaking of Mobius Years Later, he wanted to make that canon. He wanted to say this is indeed the future. But Archie said no. They said no. That's not going to be it. And they had Ian Flynn kind of modify that, and that too kind of caused some distance with Ken, and caused him to go off and do his own thing independently, which is he, which is he, which is he, which is what he's currently doing, I should say, with the Laura Sioux Chronicles. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff that has... So yeah, there's a lot of things that cause, you know, co- creators, artists, writers to, to go off and you know, do their own thing and or find other avenues and ways to do their own thing. You know, or at least try to do something that, you know, they feel is right or fits within the franchise or whatever licensed characters are writing stories for, but do it in a way to where it's not predictable or it's not this or it's not that kind of deal. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I think that's why content creators mostly comic book creators, writers, artists kind of go, as Nankara puts it, about Frank Miller, you know, kind of go cuckoo, you know, kind of separate themselves from the fandom, kind of distance themselves, write controversial things, do controversial things, because they want to have that freedom to do the kind of stories they feel is necessary to get the comic book readers' attention. And if it's an all-ages book that you know everybody's growing up with, you want to do stories that grow that are grown up stories that are growing that basically show that the comic book has grown up uh, with the fans as the fans have grown up with it, and that you shouldn't be afraid to utilize established characters to address controversial topics, especially if those are the kind of topics relate to today's world. You should be allowed that freedom, but the thing is, I think, like I said, what drives these guys. You know, into that area, if for a brief period, if not for a long period, is they get, is there is a lack of freedom when they're working for these licensed publishers. I mean, Ian Flynn right now and Evan Stanley, they're working for IDW Comics. You can't tell me that they don't want to go off and do their own thing with these characters. They don't want to bring. You can't tell me they don't want to bring in the Freedom Fighters. You can't tell me they want to go here and there, but they can't because the higher ups are saying no. you can do a lot of things, but you can't do this unless, you know, it's appropriate or unless it's this way or it's that way. And I think that's why Ian Flynn gave the reins to Ivan, because that way he could focus on the bad Guys kind of story, which would tie into the main book. But also the fact that he could finally be free and go off and do his own thing. And that's what I think in the long run when Lakara looks at someone like Frank Miller and says, hey, Frank Miller went cuckoo after between the runs of Dark Knight Returns, Sin City and afterwards is because of the fact that Frank Miller didn't have that freedom he wanted when he was working with DC, working with Marvel that he now kind of has independently on his own working license-wise for comic book companies like Legendary Comics and other independent uh, publishers out there. And the same could be said put ken penders and ian flynn although i don't think they've gone off the deep end like Lincoln Carl would say frank miller did during his run i think they're kind of reeling themselves back in in and you know doing right and trying to do right and make up for what they've done in the past so and at least kind of explain why they do certain things like ken penders explaining why he wanted to go this route with mobius years later and and now wants to publish and make a reality, The Lower Sioux Chronicles, which began in the Archisonic book. So, or within that chapter, if you will, of the Archisonic book. So yeah, basically that's how I see these creators, you know, basically in the long run, what I'm trying to say is this is what, how I see linkara viewing these creators and how they, you know, for a long time, if not currently, are off the deep end or have gone there, or have gone to the edge of it, but have pulled themselves back. Instead of realizing, hey, I maybe I need to slow it down or take a break from doing certain things before I may, before I uh, write things that'll probably write stories and stuff that'll probably get me in trouble, or whatever, or do things that will probably get me in trouble, like you know, kill off certain characters and and all that that I shouldn't. So I know it sounds like I rambled here, guys, but I just wanted to come out here and give you my thoughts on how I think, in my opinion, Linkara views Frank Miller and why he views it that way and why it's very similar to maybe other writers that other fans have viewed. So, let me know what you guys think down below, though. Comment if you like. I'd love to hear from each and one of you. And I'm out.